Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. <laughs> you hear my voice crack? <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're picking up with day three of our Walking Through Spiritual Valleys devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. As always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick it with the devotional. Let's do it. The scripture is Psalms chapter 46, verse 1, and it says this, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. The devotional is titled, Back to the Basics, and it says this, After reading the first two days of this plan, our hope is that you'll be encouraged that this spiritual drought you're wading through is common to all followers of Christ. Not only that, but knowing that our Savior endured hardships and felt alone while he lived on this earth will hopefully give you a spiritual boost. So, what do we do when we're spiritually dry? There are things we can practice to help us climb out of our spiritual pit. Here are four thoughts to consider. The first is lean back. The very first thing we need to do in this challenging season is simply to rest in God. He is our place of safety and our shelter from devastating storms. His arms are very capable of handling our deepest hurts. So, lean back. Cry out to him if you want. Just know he's got you. The next is practice faith first. We have to trust what our faith tells us and demand that our feelings take a back seat. It's been said that we often believe our doubts and doubt our beliefs. We need to flip that around. Remembering and claiming the truth we've learned in the rich spiritual seasons of our lives will carry us through the valleys even when doubts come our way. The next is evaluate your influences. When you find yourself in a spiritual deficit, evaluate what your biggest influences are. What are you watching or listening to? Who are you spending time with? It's wise to access who and what is investing in us, whether we know they are or not. Last but not least is spiritual practices. Isn't it funny that the things we don't feel like doing during our spiritual dry spells are the things we actually need to do to help us fill back up spiritually? It feels like work to read the Bible, to pray, worship, or even go to church, so we stop. When we do, we get even more spiritually malnourished. We must choose to invest in our spiritual comeback even when our feelings are screaming for us not to. We never have to earn God's love or acceptance with our actions. Anything we do to stay on course spiritually is just to grow closer to Him. To get out of our spiritually dry season, we do the things we've done when we were in a healthy season. Because when we do that, will eventually fill back up. Yeah, this is so good. And the devotional actually has several kind of reflection questions that you can either pause and work on now if one kind of speaks to you or two, or you can just do it at the end. But we definitely recommend doing this because I'm already like, I've, I've pre-read these and I'm like, okay, I'm already feeling a little attacked right now. But the first <laughs> one is this. In your dry season, what role have your feelings had? Have they dictated your faith or were you allowing your faith to govern your feelings? And the second one is, when you are struggling spiritually, what is the first spiritual practice that you tend to neglect? Commit to God that you will continue to spend time with him, 
even when you feel that he is far away. And that's the question that I definitely felt kind of called out for. It was that line from the author that said this, isn't it funny that the things we don't feel like doing during our spiritually dry spells are the things that we actually need to do to fill us back up spiritually? Mm -hmm. And I feel that. Yeah. And I feel that not only just spiritually, but even like physically with home and chores or work and stuff, I tend to push things off and just like, because I'm stressed and I don't feel like doing more, but then I become stressed about the thing that, that I'm putting off. Yeah. And it becomes this like vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. And, and if, if only I would just clean the kitchen, if only I would just respond to those emails, if only if I would just do those things, if only I would continue that spiritual practice, Mm -hmm. you know, then I would feel better about the situation I'm in. But I don't know what it is about either you or me or us or whatever it is that feels this resistance to doing what you need to do. Whenever you're sick, you go to a medical doctor, you you either take medicine or whatever that looks like for you. You do what you have to do. You rest, you have soup, you have someone to help out with you if you can. And it's important, you know, whenever there's an objective, there's things to do to accomplish it. But when it comes to our spiritual walk, I feel like sometimes it can feel kind of out there in the ether Mm -hmm. where we can't always see the payoff for the day in, day out. I'm in the gym, I'm cleaning the house, I'm doing my homework, I'm clocking into work, whatever it is. We can't always see the payoff. And so we start to neglect it. Or maybe our sinful side is trying to leading us away from it. Or maybe we want to isolate ourselves and we want to stay away from community and accountability because we don't want people to know what we're struggling with. Either way, all this to say is, I think this is a great call out for a lot of us to say, you got to do what you got to do. And Anytime now, I'm going to, I'm going to make up, what's it, what's it called? Like a pact with Tori right now Uh that I am seriously going to try to do the things I need to do when they need to get done and not push them out. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, we're we're shaking hands on this right now. And I, but but you got to do it. (laughs) You have to do it too, especially if someone's feeling sick and someone needs to take vitamins. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Can you, you know? Yes. Yes. You, you, wait, do you actually mean it? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Now it's your turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I was thinking of, and this could just be a me thing. I have no idea. But ever since I was a kid, I've never been good about drinking water. I think it's because I was introduced to fruit juice or sodas at an early age. And I'm like, these taste better. So I just like never really developed the love of drinking water. And so it's always been something that's like... I need to drink water. I need to drink water. But what I noticed was the more I drank water, the more I actually craved water. And the less I drink water, Mm -hmm. the less I crave water. I sense a metaphor. Yeah. Well, it's the same with food. It's like the more chocolate we eat, the more chocolate we want. The more sugar we eat, the more sugar we want. The more healthy we eat, we recognize how much better we feel. And we actually crave healthier things. And as I relate that to my spiritual walk, it's like the more I'm in the word of God, the more I'm in his presence, the more I pray, the more I want to do it because I see the benefit because I'm walking in peace. I'm hearing his voice. I don't feel spiritually dry. I'm in community and it just feels right. But the less I do it, the Mm -hmm. less I do it, the less I do it, the less I crave it. And then I wind up in this spiritual drought and I'm like, how did I get here. 
But what we have to do is like go back, like the devotional was saying, go back to the basics. When you first met Jesus, were you in church every time those doors opened? Were you searching the scriptures to find out the answers to your questions? If you were feeling spiritually dry, go back to the basics. Go back to what you did when you first fell in love. You know, it's just like people who have been married for X amount of years and they feel like the relationship feels dry. What is the advice to them? Go back to the basics. Start dating again. Start asking your partner questions again. Don't just feel like you know it all. Because I do think in the Christian walk, we can assume like, well, I feel like I know everything. That is so not true. Like we will forever have more to learn about God. We will never understand all the wonders and intimate details of who he is and the things that he has to reveal to us. And so our prayer should be that that fire is ignited in us inside of the spiritual drought to have the self-discipline to do the things that we may not feel like doing to get the result that we ultimately desire. Yeah, it's so good. And and the perfect time to start is now. We don't need to wait till January 1st, whenever it's New Year, New Me. We yeah. start right now, even if it's the afternoon for you right now. I think this is a great chance. And so it's almost just like this whole idea of if we see someone or we hear about someone uh, struggling with something and you say, oh, I'm going to pray for you. It's right. like, well, pray right now. Like you don't have to pray out loud with them right there if you don't feel comfortable, but like pray right now. Because yeah. what happens to me personally is if I say, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to pray for that. I tend to forget. It's not that I want to forget. We do forget. Yeah. And so these are things that we should not be forgetting. And so whatever basics that you need to get back to, I think it's important to start now. So good. Want to pray sign out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this reminder to get back to the basics. Father, would you ignite that fire within us today? to want to grow closer to you, to want to find that deep intimacy with you, Father. We pray that your Holy Spirit would be so active within us that we would have eyes to see what you're doing and ears to hear what you have to say. Father, would you just align our hearts with yours? Father, if um, the people who are listening right now are going through one of those really deep droughts, Father, I pray that you would just lift them up that you would remind them that you've never left them, you've never forsaken them, that you see them in this moment, Father. Whether they have tears in their eyes or they don't, Father, that you see them right where they are, whether they're in their car, sitting on their bed, playing with their kids. Father, no matter what space they're in right now, that you see them, that you love them, that you desire intimacy and relationship with them, Father. I just pray that you would reignite that spark, Father, to get into your word, to pray more intentionally, to be in community, and truly do the things that we need to do to get the result that you want to see in our life. Father, we love you, and we cannot do this without you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.